This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Thursday, we're going to be spending some quality time with Wendy Christian. She's a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solutions. I'm getting a sneaking suspicion in uh, a few months from now, we might have to introduce Dr. Wendy Christian, but let me not get ahead of myself. A very warm welcome to you. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning, Brad. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm rather excited about the prospect. I don't know. I'm not even speaking on your behalf here. I'm just sharing how I feel. That's going to be awesome. Thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm very excited as well. It's been a very long journey, but um, yes, I'm hoping that one of these days we'll be able to announce that formally. <laughs> I'm, I hope I get to do it first. Um, let's talk about something. We, we all have it on our tables when we eat. Some people add it to their meals without even tasting it first, sort of like a, a bit of a about, I'm about to eat sort of ritual. Wendy, we're talking about salt today. Yes, we are. Um, salt, otherwise known as sodium, um, is, <clears throat> I think, something, it's, it's, it's a vital food ingredient, um, but I think we can go a little bit over the top. Um, but we also have to remember that it is necessary in small quantities for our bodies to function effectively. So tell us what, um, what are some of the issues we can have if we're taking in too much salt? I know we, we're going to cover too much, too little, where, and all of these questions that people are pondering about this morning. But let's start with what some of the health issues we could come across if we're consuming too much? Okay, so I think one of the biggest problems with salt is that it's very dehydrating, but it can also cause various different health problems like an enlarged heart muscle. Um, It can certainly aggravate um, hypertension or high blood pressure. It can cause us to retain fluids. Um, It can contribute to the formation of kidney stones or kidney disease. Um, It's not really good for our bones, so we can um, get osteoporosis. And it can cause or contribute to heart failure and strokes. Um, We're talking here, and I started talking about the addition of salt to foods, but there are foods that just have salt in it naturally before we've even added anything in. Yes, there are certainly foods that carry um, a higher salt content, um, but most of the salt that we actually eat, we're adding to our foods. So processed food, and we've had this conversation before around processed foods, and we we often mention very high in sodium, and we're seeing it more and more. Uh, Certainly I have on many products, it's become sort of part of the packaging on the outside saying, you know, low in sodium. So we're finding we're probably taking in more sodium than we should whenever we're taking in processed food. Yeah. As soon as we're eating processed foods, there are all sorts of health risks there, but specifically they they are higher in sodium. Um, And a lot of the time the foods are, sodium is added to foods to make them more um, palatable. And also it encourages us to eat more and then to drink more. Mm. So sometimes there is this this, um, aspect of you overeat because it tastes nice, and then you're also consuming potentially unhealthy drinks as well along with that. Mm. And some of the unhealthy drinks could also um, disrupt your sodium um, balance as well. So could you share with us some of the foods that we generally eat that are very high in sodium? Yeah, sure. There's a very long list. Um, I've condensed it a little bit. But anything that is canned in brine, so if you think your tinned vegetables, your tinned tuna, your tinned whatever it is, most of those, especially if they say in brine, 
or if they're in a, a sauce of sorts, so any mm. type of tomato base or, or anything like that, they generally have very high sodium levels. Obviously, your salted nuts, anything that says it's salted will have high high um, salt content. And then all of your processed meats, so your smoked, cured, salted meats, most of your daily meats, they, they will have a very high sodium content. Potato crisps, uh, frozen pizza, buttermilk, who would have thought? Yeah. Um, some of your processed, so especially like your um, cheese spreads, um, and cheese sauces, those can be high in sodium. Your ready-made um, pancake and waffle mixes, the, or the ready mixes, the ones that you would just have to add water to or your mm. egg or whatever it is. Your salted crackers, um, olives, pickles, any of your fermented foods. So even things like sauerkraut. We mm. make sauerkraut using salt. So the salt actually encourages the water to be um, uh, you know, extracted from the cabbage. And in that process, it ferments the cabbage to make sauerkraut. And so, and that's a healthy food. We would want to be including that in our diet, but we just have to remember that salt intake. And then things like soya sauce, our marinades and condiments. So mm. tomato sauce, some of our mustards, especially those, um, you know, the ready, um, the, the, the ones that don't really taste like mustard, but they actually are a condiment more than mustard itself. Yes. <laughs> they call it mustard. <clears throat> so those would have very high salt contents. So some of these foods here, I mean, one would assume you could include as part of a healthy diet. I mean, soy sauce, for example, might be something somebody chooses. Um, uh, foods in brine, you mentioned the tuna. I mean, these are, these are some of the foods we would include in what we would consider to be a healthy diet, a balanced diet. Yes. Yes. So it doesn't mean that we've got to eliminate all of them or that we've got to, <clears throat> excuse me, that we, that, we, we, that we can't have them at all. Yeah. We have to look at the balance. And so the idea is to balance it out with your non-sodium rich foods. And if we're eating a, a mix of lots of salads and um, green vegetables and, and we're really balancing our meals out with sufficient proteins and fats as well, then we are likely to have less of a sodium intake. If we, we've spoken about food labeling, and if we were to buy something and look at the label and sodium would be on there, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it confidently as I've seen it, what are the numbers that we need to be looking at that are going to say this is okay or this is too high in sodium? We want to make good choices here considering a lot of these foods we eat a lot of in the South African diet in general. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure of the, 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 the numbers on the labels. Okay. Um, but I would say if if there's if there is sodium and something you know on your daily meats, for example, they're not necessarily even going to put a label. True. But anything that says salted, I would already know that that is likely to be higher than I think they said something like 500 milligrams mm. of of sodium is necessary for us in a day. But that doesn't mean we can eat 500 milligrams of sodium. We have to think that there's in all the foods that we're eating and, and everything that we're consuming, that is what we're going to be getting as a total. But you, you certainly aren't going to put 500 milligrams of sodium on your on your food. Mm. This is quite a tricky one because, I mean, you've said this isn't an exhaustive list. So we're eating things anywhere that are high in sodium. Plus, as I said in the beginning, we feel very comfortable grabbing the salt. Some people don't even taste their food. It's just what we do. So do we need to sort of change yeah. our general day-to-day -day behavior around salt and just say, Let's consciously cut down. I mean, is this something that we need to now take control of? Uh, is, it a, is it an actual problem? I think it can be for many, uh, especially if we think of the, the statistics around blood pressure. Um, again, not everybody that consumes salt is going to have a problem related to it because they, they, they could sometimes process it more easily than others. 
But if you have a blood pressure issue or if there's heart issues in the family, you're prone to kidney stones, then you definitely want to be be looking at that. Um, I also think another important factor is the type of salt that we're consuming or adding to our foods. Mm. So, I mean, we we can just get the ordinary table salt or we can use a sea salt or a Himalayan salt. There are vegetable salts available. So um, I would say we can choose less healthy options over healthy options. Um, and so those kind of things, if we are going to be looking at what we are adding to our foods, is an important um, consideration as well. But if we can get away with not adding salt to our foods, that I think that will be the ultimate, um, you know, that will be the best mm. option. We sort of not adding too much. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. Not not that we have to eat all our food bland and tasteless, <laughs> but just that we're not eating these vast amounts of salt. Mm, you're right. I, I suppose we have to retrain our palates because some people like things a particular way, and so we sort of have to retrain our palates a little bit, um, which I think is something that most most of us need to do. We we possibly take many things in excess that we shouldn't anyway. Yeah. And I think that that's that's right. I was going to say as well, we need to our taste buds become accustomed to a higher salt intake. Mm. And then when you eat something that's less salty, it doesn't taste as nice. And so it is about training ourselves and, and sort of just lowering the amount that you're having little by little um, so that in the end you don't notice that you're having much less sodium than you used to have. Um, if this is something you've pondered about, maybe you've been to the doc and the doctor's like um, Wendy said, you know, if there's uh, kidney stones or a family history of kidney stones or there's some high blood pressure and you need to watch your salt intake, maybe this has been the message you needed to hear this morning. If you found this helpful, uh, make sure to share the link with someone else. The podcast will be up on our website, kpulpit.co.za later on this morning. We say a big thanks to Wendy Christian, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. Always a pleasure, Wendy. All the best. I know next week's a big week for you in terms of your thesis and your dissertation, all of those things. Uh, we look forward to chatting to you next week to find out how it went. Thank you so much, Brad. I really appreciate that. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.